Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Got a brown skin thing with a boyfriend. That's why she don't ever want to stay tonight. Wow. With a mind like a number two pencil. Only come around when the paper right. Wow. Got a confident girl with a mind on herself. Give a damn what the head is say. Wow. Yes, people, what the hell is going on? Welcome to a new episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I think we've got a fun episode today. You know what I mean? We're just looking at the shit we look at. Uh, we got a TV series that we're going to break down A book and all that kind of shit But yeah, we're just popping off right now um, Yo, so I'm seeing this controversy right now um, Around Eminem's new album Right? Which, uh, you know, I have to say I'm, I'm, I'm kind of calling bullshit on it you know what I mean? I'm definitely kind of calling bullshit um, on this because, you know, like one of the people complaining is Liam Frey from the Cortinas. And, you know, what I mean? like, look, they both got albums dropping, you know? So by him kicking up a stink, yeah. He's getting, like, attention to his band shit. You know what I mean? That, that, that's what it's doing. It's bringing attention to that, and possibly people might steer Eminem's album. But I do think it's kind of bullshit, right? Because end of the day, look, there's, there's a complaint because M references... Um, you know, the Ari- the Ariana Grande concert that took place in Manchester and the bomb went off, right? So he mentions this on the track Unaccommodating with, um, it's got a, yo, what, what's Young Ma on it. Yo, who, um, yo, she's kind of tight. I saw her at the Meltdown Festival a couple of years back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of cool seeing her, you know what I mean? Yo, jump on this. Um, but yeah, so M basically says, this this is on, on the track. I'm contemplating yelling bombs away on the game like I'm outside of an Ariana concert waiting. You know what I mean? That's all he's saying. That's all he's saying. And, and people are like, yo. <laughs> this is the thing, right? And this is the thing that always gets me. So people are fine when people reference anything else. You know? So there, there could have been something happened somewhere else in the world. And no one cares if that's being referenced. But something happened in your tiny little sphere of influence, and then it's just like, oh, that's unacceptable. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, how can that happen? Oh, that's dreadful. Oh, that heartless son of a bitch. It's just like, shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's a throwaway line. 
It's a throwaway line. People die all the time. People die all the time. You are you are not you you know what I mean? You you're, you're not the controller of this shit. You're not the only person that has ever experienced something like this. And you weren't even there. You know, so what it happened in Manchester. Whoop de doo. Okay, like look, there was the, the you know the seven seven bombs in London. I don't give a fuck if people talk about that. It's like whatever. It is what it is. Your atrocities happen every fucking day. And it was a while ago. It's not like it happened and then the next week this has come out, right? It's well over a year. Well over a year. So, yeah, people, shut the fuck up. You know, it's like the mayor of Manchester is like, oh no, this is so bad. He's so insensitive. It's like, shut up. Like the one thing that I'm always wondering, right? What is what do people believe the statute of limitation is on their bullshit grief? You know, like when can people start talking about it? Before you feign, I'm so hurt, I'm so cut up It's just like, you know what I mean? When can people mention something without you catching feelings? You know, because this is the thing, right? Some people, you know I mean, use different methods to get over a situation You know what I mean? That's that's how it works. Some people use comedy. Some people use other creative forms to separate an event and take away its power. Because that's what you're doing. By talking about something, by discussing something, you are taking away its power. You are diffusing it and, and, and making it nothing. You know, so then you can live your fucking life. That's what it is, right? You know, so when is that okay with people? You know, because look, there's some people that might be like, oh, every time I hear that, you know, it makes me cry. You know, get thicker skin. That's all I can say. Get thicker skin. Because there's someone else who, hearing something like that, they're like, yeah, 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 no, cool, good. Now, that isn't as serious for me. Now, I don't think about it in the same way. You know what I mean? So, where some people are like, oh, this is terrible, some people are just like, yo, this is good. I appreciate this because now, you know, it's diffusing things for me. Because what? You want to live in something forever? Because this is the thing with terrorism and bullshit like this, right? People do it to instill fear, to make people afraid, to make people scared. So if we never talk about things, you know, we are then trapped in that fear, and these people win. 
these people win. Right? And let's be honest. Bigger, crazier, scarier things have happened. You know? And things are happening a lot. So if we're like, oh, we can't talk about that. Oh, we can't, you know, make music about that. We can't make poems about that. We can't make jokes about that. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? But yeah, I honestly, I just think it's, uh, you know, it's just that typical bullshit people... Um, people trying to use something so they can be like, oh, this affects me like, oh, I now feel this. And then they can, you know, be all um, crazy online and be like, oh, that person should be cancelled. Oh, that person caused me pain. That person, you, you're actually right. So, the, the the bomb happened in May 2017. I, I think we have passed the time that you 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 have to be like, all right, all right I'm gonna tiptoe around this shit. As I said, look, if it was the following day, if it was the following week, then maybe you can say, yo, can we uh just hold off that a little bit? But even then, even then, I still, you know, I'm I'm not mad at people for doing something because it's their way of, you know, working through a situation, right? But it was 2017, it's 2020 now, people, get over it. You know, seriously, get over it. You you can't hold on to this. You can't be like, oh, that person's outrageous. That person's insensitive. That person's horrible. You you know what I mean? It, it it's yeah. You need to move on. You really need to move on. And just just enjoy fucking music for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, the Cortinas, they can have their thing. M can have his thing. People can both operate. Can both exist. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Stop the bullshit. Stop trying to cling on. Stop trying to be a victim. Because that's what this is. You're trying to be a victim, and I do believe that, you know what I mean, the Cortinas, they're using it to help sell their album. Controversy helps sell. And, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Because it, the verse doesn't mention Manchester, right? So it could be any Ariana Grande concert. Maybe there was bombs at a, a concert in Mexico, right? So, yeah, shut the fuck up, people. You crybaby motherfuckers. But, you know what I mean? That was just a little vent. But, yeah, fuck. Shit gets, shit gets crazy sometimes. You know what? So, the other day, I'm, I'm walking 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm walking to the train station. I've just been to see a film, walking to the train station. And there's these two guys coming towards me, but they're not coming towards me. You know what I mean? They're, they're over. I'm one side, they're on the other side. As they get right by me, they suddenly veer. Dude veers into my path and is walking straight at me. So I put my arm out, uh, like, so he doesn't walk right into me. And motherfuckers are just like, oh, what are you doing? You should have stepped out the way. And I'm like, motherfucker, you walked into me, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you, you, if you've got a problem, come. I'm right here. And there's two of these motherfuckers. But like the bitches they be, I just walk off. You know, because they're talking bullshit. But yeah, yeah, I have to say, it gets tiring with people trying to pretend they're motherfucking victims. You feel me? Because you're not. Seriously. But, uh, alright, let's get into this episode, alright? Boom, let's get this popping. Oh man, right, so <laughs> there is a um, a TV show, um, a TV show, it's a documentary series, okay, so it's airing on BBC3 and it's called Veganville, so the BBC, they're doing some, you know, obviously they're doing some press around it and there's a piece on the BBC website and it's in the headline is veganary, um, as you know, vegan January, the stupidness uh, people do, but um, veganary veganism is tearing our families apart. Subheading for these two devoted vegans, it's not just a diet; it's their whole life. But it is, but it's caused a rift with meat-eating family members, and. <laughs> Listen, right? If if you know what I mean, it, it, well, let's let, break it down like this, right? Veganism hasn't caused a rift. It's the idiocy of all involved. Do you know what I mean? Because end of the day, look, I've got friends who are vegans. I've got friends. Who are smokers I've got friends who do a whole heap of things that I don't do And we don't argue We're cool You know what I mean? It, it, it's, a, it's a stupid thing When um, people be like Oh, this person is this And this person is this And they can't get along It just causes No, it doesn't cause arguments The thing that causes arguments is the need for of, of some people to, I mean, just kind of spout at others, you know, just victoral, just be like, you should live your life like this, you should do this, oh, you're a terrible person because you do that, oh, my, I'm so much better than you because I do this, it's just, it's ridiculous. Because, you mean, no, one person isn't better than the other. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? One person isn't better than the other because they do one thing and the other does another thing. Look, you can break it down. And um, we, like, one thing that isn't mentioned all the time. Look, not everyone could go vegetarian and could definitely couldn't go vegan. It depends on your makeup. You know what I mean? Your, your, the, the way your body works. Some people, they just can't absorb nutrients and stuff the same way. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you were trying to take tablets to subsidize, it's not going to work for you. So, you're going to get ill, you're going to feel poorly, and you need, like, the iron and other stuff that you're finding me. It's just one of those things. It's a fact. Like, people can try and deny it, but it's a fact, right? Other people, going vegan, going vegetarian, that is going to bring huge benefits for them. Because maybe they just can't process meat that well, you know? Or just, look, they have no issue absorbing the nutrients and, you know what I mean, minerals and all of that. So yeah, it will be fine for them. But look, one just because one thing works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Another thing, right, that seems to be forgotten. Vegetarianism, veganism, isn't a, a, a cruelty-free way of living because animals still die in the process. When they're going to harvest all, you know what I mean, the crops and the vegetables, the amount of animals that die is crazy. And also, right, think about it, when the combine harvester is going through the fields, just mowing up, chopping all those veggies down, there ain't going to be rabbits in there, like sometimes even baby deers. Like there's all sorts of animals that get smashed up. That's getting mixed up with some of your shit, right? So it's not a cruelty-free way of living. So let's get that straight, okay? But if you want to go vegan, that's that's fine. You know, no, like it's cool, whatever. No one cares. But yeah, the the thing about this is just like it's like the you know these families can't live together it's caused a huge rift it's only caused a rift because they just won't respect each other's way of living you know what I mean? it's just like look you've decided to do this they're staying to do this fine just leave it don't talk about that subject don't try and judge each other that's what's causing the rift. Nothing else. Like you can, and the idea of this program, right? The whole thing about the, this documentary that is, um, what is it? So it's a, a three-part documentary, right? And the, the concept is, it it has um. Several vegans moving into a house together in Merthyr Tithwell in Wales. So they're going to be living there for three weeks. And... Ugh. 
through various methods, some more extreme than others, they try to convince the locals to try veganism. What? That's just some bullshit. Now, look, the problem there is that they're trying to force something onto people. Now, if they just held some talks... And things like that, just, you know what I mean, talking about veganism, maybe they had a cooking event and stuff like that, just introduce it, show people it, and let them come up, you know, with the choice whether they want to do it or not, but going like, I'm, we're going to convince these people to try it, no, don't be arseholes, because that's like someone walking in somewhere and going, oh, you shouldn't dress like that. You know what? You shouldn't dress like that. You need to dress like me. That's the way you should be dressing. I mean, don't force your shit on other people. I mean, you, you can go to someone, hey, I'm, I, this is how I, you know, I've chosen to eat. Um, have you ever tried the food? I'm I'm having a you know a, a vegan barbecue. Come along, you know maybe you'll enjoy it. And then people can come. Look, sometimes people be like, "Oh, that's a great." I would never have thought that burger was meat free. Yo, maybe I'm I will try some of this food. Like that's fine, but don't try and bludgeon people into your way of thinking. What the fuck is that? You know what I mean? That's some stupidness. So, yeah. It, it, like, the problem is, it's not veganism. Veganism, vegetarianism, they're fine things. But people need to stop with that self-righteous bullshit. You know what I mean? Trying to proclaim, this is how you need to live your life. No, 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 no. Let people be. Let people live and choose their own path. That's it. Don't be assholes, people. Don't be assholes. Yo, so in us, in like, I find this kind of strange. That as I find it, well, I find it strange that it's happening now. But um, Hank Azari, Azaria. Yeah, Frank Azaria is, um, he's no longer going to be a voicing Apu in The Simpsons. And we know that The Simpsons has been renewed for uh, just a crazy amount more more um, episodes. Like, people wondered what was going to happen um, with, the, you know, the Disney Fox merger and if maybe... Uh, the Simpsons is cancelled, but nope, Simpsons is carrying on. But yeah, Apu is no longer gonna be voiced by Azaria. Now the thing about it is as well, um, Azaria said this. Um, all we know there is I won't be doing the voice anymore unless there's some way to transition it. Or something. We all made the decision together. We all agreed on it. We all feel like it's the right thing. And good about it. 
So when this he's saying that we all, that must mean, um, you know, the the whole creative team, right? So, yeah, like the whole creative team has decided, we you know in Apu, yeah, we're gonna change this. So, and that and you know what he said is, but we we don't know. Um, you know, if he's gonna get a new voice or not, but this is the thing. It's just like, well, either that happens, or you drop, or you're dropping a character, because if everyone made the decision, then like you're not gonna get another actor to do the same voice. You know, so that means a poo. Is gone Because it would be weird To have him Come in and be like Hey everyone Oh yeah no it's me a poo You know what I mean That would be weird Now what they could Look if you wanted to make a change Right Have him Like maybe do voice lessons So if you wanted to transition out of it You could have him You know like do voice lessons, yeah, through, throughout and a season, right? So then the next season, he comes back with a new voice. That would be one way of doing it if you wanted to change the voice. But it's weird that it's happening now, you know, because I think if this was going to happen, I would have thought it would have been in 2017, right? Because in 2017, ugh, like Harry... um. Kundabulu made his documentary going, oh, Apu um, is racist, right? Apu is racist, which, you know what I mean? Whatever. But the, the, fa- the, the irritating thing about that whole thing was, like, when you look at, like, what Harry does... He's done a lot of, st- like, stereotypical shit. So then to call this out is a bit like, yeah, that's kind of hypocritical. You know what I mean? It's, you, you can't do loads of stereotype shit, but then go, oh, these people are doing stereotypes. Because it's just like, that's the pot calling the kettle, right? So you got that. But then, you like, if you look at it, Everyone's a stereotype on The Simpsons. Like, everyone is a stereotype. You know, it, it's not like we're getting shown a very diverse, forward-thinking family. No, they're all bringing stereotypes, right? So they're all that. And listen, what, people going, you know, oh, I, I was victimized because of Apu. You weren't victimized because of Apu, right? Because... Kids are mean, and kids will find anything to take the piss out of you about, anything. So even if Apu wasn't there, they'd be taking the piss out of you. It's as simple as that. And it's just like, look, look at different things on TV. Um, You know, like take uh, Kim's Convenience, for example, which, that's huge. But. Let, let, let's be um, honest There's stereotypes in that 
Come on. Now, if anyone says there's not, they're a liar. In, um, oh, Dirty Rich Asians? Was it Dirty Rich Asians? Or Filthy Rich Asians? Something Rich Asians, right? Hmm. But you know what I'm talking Like, people, you know what I'm talking about. That film, again, load of stereotypes in that film. Right? So, this is just what happens. There's a lot of things that have stereotypes in them. But they're not mean. They're not vicious. They're not, like, being horrible. It's... it's People write it like that, people do that And even people from a certain background Will write things in with stereotypes Okay So, you know what I mean? That's just the way it is But, listen, this is the thing Then you also have other characters Other representation doing their thing Showing a different side of stuff you know, so not everyone is a stereotype, and come on, look, one of the biggest stereotypes on TV was, um, ah, God, I can't even think of the name, but that irritating character in the Big Bang Theory, you know what I mean, like the one, the guy that couldn't talk to girls and all of that, If that wasn't a stereotype, but no one really makes a uh, big deal. Raj, yeah, and it was Raj. It's a stereotype. So, like, people, this is one of the frustrating things I find with this. When people call out one thing, you know, rather than everything. You know, so if you're going to call out one thing, go, yo, that's a, that's bad. That needs to go because that is this. Yo, then call out every fucking example on TV, in books, you know what I mean? All over the place. Call it all out. You know what I mean? So you're calling for complete change. Don't just call for partial because there's, there's something with that. You know what I mean? When you're only calling for one little thing to change, that's because you have a problem with that that one thing. Someone on that show. You mean something like that. That's all that is. Because if you want complete change, you call everything out. You know what I mean? That's how it is, people. You know, that's how it is. So I'm, I'm just going to be interested to see what they do... With this, you know, they, they because yeah, they Apple will needed to have a different voice if it was a united creative decision, as as it's been mentioned. Because otherwise, they you know you can't have him with, with another actor coming in just doing a, a same. Similar voice Because that would just be odd You know, so, yeah I I expect that, um You know, Apu is gone You know, yeah that's, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking So Apu, 
he's going to go and maybe they're going to bring in um, a, a, a new character. A new character to fill that void. That's what I would expect. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We will only know once it happens. So, uh, yeah, we wait and see. All right, so this is, this surprised me. You know what I mean? Because I didn't even know this was a thing. But at the moment, campaigners are trying to get um, the law changed so a rough sex, um, a rough sex, uh, oh, what do you call it? Um, oh, when you're trying to get out of something. Oh, people, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, plea. Ah, yes, plea. A rough sex plea, um, doesn't, uh, get people off of murder, right? So, I think, at the moment, uh, yeah, you, you can try and get manslaughter rather than murder, if you go, oh, yeah, it was just rough sex, and it went wrong, which, yeah, it does seem a bit weird, like, it, you know what I mean, as a, as a defense, because, I don't know, now, you know, I, I it's just like, I wouldn't say I'm a, uh, a participant, um, but, you know, I, I imagine that, like, because, you know, that, like, rough sex, that, that's, like, there's a lot of things that get involved with this, right, so, um, you know, like, choking, um, slapping, spitting, uh yeah, yeah you know there's a, there's a whole slew of, of different things but if choking is the thing okay like you you, you like you must know what the motherfucking difference is between choking and fucking choking you know I, uh, yeah, it's like, I kind of feel like you have to be a bit of an idiot, you're a moron, like, if you're choking someone, uh, and you're not really noticing that they're turning blue, or, or they're like, <gasps> you know what I mean, I feel there is a difference, like, now, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, it, it kind of seems you're trying to use that <laughs> as a defense. Oh, yeah, we were just, you know what I mean? Like, that's our thing. We like to choke each other. So, yeah, I, you know, look, I, did, I wasn't aware that they couldn't breathe. You know what I mean? Because that's just what we do. Yeah, we choke each other. It's just like, what? Huh? And 
Like, isn't there meant to be a safe word? Like, a, a way out of this kind of shit? Like, I'm, I'm imagining if someone's tapping you on the shoulder, that's maybe an indication that... Yeah, I, 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 I'd like this shit to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it seems like a weird defence to try and use. Now... Listen, there, there are definitely certain things that could probably go amiss in a situation. Like, I can imagine, like, you know, maybe you like doing it on the balcony and the railing breaks and someone falls over. That could be a thing. That could, I mean, that could definitely be a thing. But I, I would say there's, there's a difference in... How someone's falling. Like you you'd imagine there's a difference in um like if someone's choking and it was a mistake, like there wouldn't be claw marks on you, or there wouldn't be like you mean you can under like people though, CSI people, forensics, yes, forensic people. Like, they can tell the difference between, like, a push and a fall. They can tell the difference, um, yeah, if someone's struggling, you know, ligature, ligature marks and all of that kind of thing. So, yeah, I just don't understand how this is a thing. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And also, wouldn't you want to dry run that shit? You know what I mean? Have a little, be like, yo, is this tight enough? Like, how is this for you? Let, let's let's just work this shit out before we start so we don't have any issues, you know? Like, yeah, I, like one time some chick did ask me to choke her. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Just because, like, I understand you know what I mean? I'm I, I'm probably a little heavy-handed with certain things. So yeah, that just didn't seem like a, a, a thing to do. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I'm not trying to break some motherfuckers' neck and shit. Hey, shit's meant to be fun. <laughs> not dangerous. Like if, if I wanna add danger, there's other things. Like, do you know what I mean? Fuck outside or something, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think choking, yeah, that's not that's not the way to go. But yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just surprised that there's an out in the law, and yeah, I'm I'm just imagining you should be out to try to work shit out case by case. Hearing. As I said, look, just get the forensic people. They can look at a situation and be like, yeah, no, that, yeah, this was, this is, clearly looks like it was a mistake, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I think shit, I, I believe a lot of this shit had kind of escalated from um, those uh, Shades of Grey books, you know? Everyone thought it was a little kinky to do certain things and hearing, but um, yeah, it seems to have proven to be a little a bit um, 
problematic. But yeah, I I imagine this law probably is going to get changed because, as I said, like rough sex is an excuse. It's kind of it's the equivalent of um yo who's that dude Oscar blah 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 blah, blah. you know the um the Australian Blade Runner as he was known who killed his girlfriend and was like oh yeah I thought it was an intruder <laughs> I thought it was an intruder and shot into the bathroom where she was like. If it's an intruder, they'd be they wouldn't be in the bathroom. And you'd have you'd have thought he'd have said, Yo, honey, where are you? Are you okay? But he's just shoot, you know? So yeah, like the oh, I mean a choker, we were just having rough set. That seems to be the equivalent of Oscar's bullshit defense. So um yeah. Just weird, but people, if you're into that thing, I I would probably get your safe word sorted out. You know what I mean, yeah, get your um, you know, your exit strategies worked out so you don't kill each other. All right, that's just a little heads up, people. <laughs> all right, let's um, yeah, let's get into the rest of this shit. Oh. God damn it, people. This week's UFC. Woo! 246. From Vegas. Conor McGregor. Cowboy Cerrone. This was a great card. You know, some people were doubting it. Fuck them. This was a lot of fun. Some great fights. Some great... And that's even before we get to the main event, you know what I mean, Diego Ferreira, yo, great fight, Roxanne Modafferi, oh man, Alexi Olenek, we had some crazy shit, and then McGregor closed the show against Cerrone, people, tune into this week's chin check for everything, so once you finish this one, go listen to that episode, all right? Cool. Enjoy, people. Peace. Okay, people. Just a little quick heads up. Okay, so um, 3D Production Arzion, um, Nexo Digital, in collaboration with Anne Frank Fons in Basel and Sin Events, brings Anne Frank. Parallel stories to over 140 cinemas across the UK and Ireland to commemorate Holocaust Memorial Day. And this all starts Monday, the 27th of January. Now, um, Helen Mirren, you know, who, like, people know from her portrayals of, like, the Queen, well, she tells the story of Anne's life in the documentary, um, 
Now, Anne was born in Frankfurt on the 12th of June, 1929. This documentary is dedicated to her memory and has been created to tell the story of her life to mark what would have been her 90th birthday. Okay, so, um, yeah, on the 27th, you know, um, have a look out. You know, have a look, check, uh, and find um, a cinema that is, uh, you know, playing this. But yes, it will be out there for you to, um, you know, kind of enjoy. And like, you know, because it's learning about all of this, right? It's directed by Sabina Fedeli and Anna Migotto. With an original soundtrack by Lely um, Marchitelli. Okay, so, um, yeah. Look, the website information will be in the episode. Um, so you'll be able to kind of look and find out where it's playing near you. Alright? Cool. Enjoy, people. Okay, so this week, um, I figured I'd check out one of these new shows dropping on Netflix. Uh, So that was Aries. It's a Dutch drama, horror kind of show. Uh, It was created by Pieter Kujpuz, Iris Uten and Sander Van Muz. Um, yeah, difficult name. I can't even, the writers, I, I can't pronounce their names, it's some crazy shit, uh, it was directed by, um, Mikkel Tenhon, um, and Giancarlo Sanchez, and it's starring, uh, Jade Ulberg, Tobias Kuzlot, Lisa Smith, um, Robin, uh, Robin Buza, Buzavan, yeah, so, um, and, uh, Frida Barnhard, okay, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the gist of the show is this, okay, oh, I, I will say, look, it's eight episodes, and they're ranging between, I don't know, like 25 minutes to 30, you know, so it's, um, yeah, not too long, easy to digest, the, the gist of the show is this, Ares follows Rosa, who is recruited by a Dutch secret society known as Ares, as Rosa is introduced to the origins of the creed, that led to the Netherlands' growth, she discovers a world of mystery, diversion, unspoken sacrifices, and difficult decisions enabling a prosperous nation. Yeah, I mean, that is a little, that is a little vague, right? It is a little vague, a little mysterious, though, yeah? A little mysterious. So it is intriguing. 
Okay, very intriguing. And okay, so it kind of starts at, and and we've got um like Rose is a medical student. Okay, she's training to be a uh, a surgeon. Okay, so we we've got that. And she's got a best friend who like he, he he's kind of disappeared. You know? She hasn't hasn't seen him for a while. And then he turns up again. And so it's just like oh, okay, cool. But he's very evasive. You know what I mean? Like he he doesn't really want to engage with her. Like, even though he was the one that turned up on her door and was like, yo, let, let's hang. So it's all a bit, like, mysterious and weird. And also, I, I, I should add, that it starts off with us seeing this thing that happens that then doesn't get referenced until, oh, I think maybe episode five? No, sorry, episode seven. So at first, you you're wondering, what is this? Like, what reference does that have to now what we're seeing? This is crazy. What's going on? So we have all of this going on, and it's like, oh, bizarre. But you know, like Rosa wants to be involved in this group, so the show is kind of her trying to get in. You know, because she's like, oh, the, the, these these guys will help me. This will give me opportunity. You know, so that's why she's kind of doing it. And yeah, it's kind of, you know, like the manipulations and all the craziness around all of that. Like, how does she get in? How can she get acceptance? Like, how can she progress? How can she help her, you know, her situation? And also, like, is she trying to help her family? Because, you know, her mum is... Like, there's issues with her mum. Okay? So, we're seeing all of this. And it's trying to... Unravel it all Trying to you know put the pieces together And just work out Like Yeah What's happening Like where's the allegiances And what's What's this other crazy shit going on So we got her trying to get in But then her friend Jacob Seems he doesn't really want to be a part of it So it's then him Trying to get out So we're seeing these two kind of sides of things But he's from privilege Okay, but he's trying to get out She isn't and she's trying to get in So it's these two kind of sides And something happens with Jacob That, yeah, everyone's a bit baffled about But as time goes on He's realising that this Thing, this thing could be the unraveling of it all. So yeah, that's essentially the show, right? Now, 
it, it's it's okay. It is it, 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 yeah. It's it's okay. It, it's kind of shot well, and you know, it's like it looks good, and all of this. There are questions. You know, there, there are definitely questions. Like as I said, the beginning bit, you're wondering, how does that all fit? Like, what is that? So there's that. But then there's also Rose's situation. Because she's always like, oh, this will help me. This will help my situation. This will do that. But we don't really know what her situation is. The only kind of thing we know is she she lives in a flat. Okay? So... From that, you're kind of assuming, okay, maybe the family isn't affluent, all right? But, you know, she's doing, doing seems to be doing well at, uh, at school, at university. So it's hard to kind of know, like, if there is a real kind of understanding of her hardships, I think then that strengthens... The idea of her, like, doing whatever it takes to get to this place, okay? So, I think that work. if there was more on that, that would help, right? Then, I, I guess it's the, the rollout of the kind of supernatural element. I think we that possibly needed it well I mean it's fine look it's all fine the way it's done but for me like just a little bit extra in certain places would have really given it more of a punch right so if there was more emphasis on because at the very very end we get these kind of flashbacks to um some stuff which you're then assuming is the thing. But I think if, if there was more maybe uh, things alluding to that on the way, a little more breadcrumbs, that possibly could have helped. You know, so, uh, yeah. And also, like, what can this group do? What are the, what are the benefits yeah, because we, it, it's hard to know what they are because we we're not really seeing a lot now. We did, there's a couple of things like with some of the the crazy shit that's going on, the fact that it's not, you know, I guess nation news. Like you're you're I think you're you're um under the assumption that that's down to Aries. They're, they're keeping a lid on all of this. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, mm, well, what else is there? You know, like, what what help can this group do for you? Like, how is it changing the nation? How is it the driving force? Like, yeah, what what's happening here? It, I think more on that. That would have made you go, okay, yeah, 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 the super, you know, because it's like, look, it's alluded to, 
But, you know, that could be anything, right? And if you just saw a few little hints, then that really packs a punch. That really kind of ups the level of, yo, okay. Oh, the you know, the, the, the prime minister is an ex-member. Oh, shit. Like, oh, that person's a member? Oh, man. You know what I mean? That would have helped. Right, so it's just these little pieces. Plus, also, it's just like yo, know, because Rosa goes from living at home to then living there, but her parents don't like. Um, where the fuck is our daughter? So that's a bit odd. Like, wait, no one gives a fuck. Like, what? Huh? Yo, what's going on? Then also, like, as the series goes on, we're seeing Jacob do certain stuff um, in the basement. And you do wonder, it's like, wait, people think he's trouble. So why isn't anyone, A, keeping an eye on him, and B, how is it no one can, like, hear what he's doing? Right? Because there's always echoes in those sort of old crazy buildings, so yeah, it, it's a bit kind of like, wait, how does no one know what's happening? Like, what? What's happening? Like, that's weird. So yeah, there there is some like weird stuff that probably it 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 would have been better if it had there was a better explanation for it. Um, and some more emphasis on, like, things, like, as a, look, towards the end, stuff comes out, but it's then a bit like, but that still doesn't really make sense to why that, you know? So yeah, it's it's this weird kind of, it's this weird kind of thing, um, that you're you're trying to ascertain. But I, you know, I guess look, if you watch this type of show, you're probably fine with that, you know. Because I I do think look, fans of stuff like Supernatural. Fans of like True Blood, you know stuff like that. I think they'd be fans of this. You know, because essentially Ares is like um, the skulls. So remember, there was that um, skulls film from back in the day with uh, oh, was it the dude from Dawson's Creek? I forget. Um, who was then in Fringe? I think he was in that film. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, if, if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, then I think you will dig Aries. Also, I would say that it will probably, I think it might work a little bit better if you watch it in the native language. So if, if you can do subtitles, you're probably best to watch it that way way because yeah some of the dubbing is a bit 
clunky. I, you know, it, like it doesn't always seem to fit. So uh, yes, I would, uh, I would say that. But you know, it is what it is, right? But yeah, this is Aries season one. No word yet if it's, um, you know, being renewed. A lot of times, you know, you get that early notice on a renewal, but nothing yet. Uh, but look, it's eight episodes. They're short. You know, as I said, look, 25 to 30 minutes. Um, yeah, so you can watch it wherever. It's on Netflix. You know what I mean? It's going to be there. Um, yeah, <laughs> as long as Netflix is around, really. It's one of their original shows, so this won't be pulled. So, yeah, if that sounds like it's your cup of tea, go have a look, all right? Aries on Netflix. Boom. Okay, so this week I read Patient Zero, which is book one in the Joe Ledger series. Uh, this is by Jonathan Maybury. Uh, I I got thinking about this series um, because, you know, V Wars just hit Netflix. Uh, and I couldn't remember if I'd read this or not. Um, because I, I enjoyed Maybury's Marvel comics that he wrote So, like, you know, uh, a few years back He wrote a, um, a miniseries called Claws of the Panther Which focused on Shuri uh, And I kind of, I can't quite remember But I think this might have been the first one of the first big pushes of Shuri, uh, which, you know, could have been an influence on, you know, how she was portrayed in the films. Uh, Maybury also wrote a um, a six-part miniseries called Doom War, uh, which, again, like, yeah, this stuff had kind of an influence on Black Panther and the Marvel Universe. Uh, so, yeah, they were both very uh, enjoyable. So, yeah, I figured I'd check out um, Patient Zero. And the gist of the book is this. When you have to kill the same terrorist twice in one week, there's either something wrong with your world or something wrong with your skills And there's nothing wrong with Joe Ledger's skills And that's both a good and a bad thing It's good because he's a Baltimore detective Who has just been secretly recruited by the government To lead a new task force created to deal with the problems That Homeland Security can't handle this rapid response group is called the Department of Military Sciences, or the DMS. It's bad because his first mission is to help stop a group of terrorists from releasing dreadful bioweapons that can turn ordinary people into zombies. The fate of the world hangs in the balance. Like, yeah, of course... Yeah, no, it would do, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, this uh, 
This book was read by Ray Porter, who, um, yeah, he does a, uh, you know, a decent, decent job. Um, now, this is an old book, like, it came out, I believe, in um, 2009, round about then, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, as I said, look, I figured I'd I'd give it I'd give it a run out, you know, see what I thought on this story. So I think what we get here is like it's a typical like a, it's a typical kind of zombie action type book. You know what I mean? You we we get our heroes, we we get the um the protagonists, the, the you know this big cause which um you know our our villains are aiming to put in play, and then it's a race against time to save everything. And you know that's fair enough. That's fine. And you know the story itself isn't. It's not a bad story. It's you know what I mean. It, it's very pulpy. It's not very complex, but you know that's what you want sometimes. You don't always want this, you know, layered, intricate thing that you really have to think about. You just want to kick back, listen to something fun, and yeah, this this has got that, <sighs> like. A, a, a thing with it, though, for me, was just Ledger. Like, you know what I mean? Obviously, he's meant to be our hero. You know, he's, he's meant to be, like, this great guy that's, you know, able to overcome these issues and problems. You know what I mean? That's what he, he's been set up for. Different the thing is though, he's kind of a bully. Like this is the thing. He's really kind of written as a bully, but it's never called like that. And that's a bit of my issue, right? Because look, you can be a type of person that's got a bit of a short fuse, you know what I mean? Doesn't Pity falls and blah blah blah, but when you've acted in a certain way, you know you've acted in a certain way, so you can kind of. So I think because we get some uh, inner monologue here, right? So it would be part of the inner monologue. Like, ugh, probably shouldn't have shouted at him, but fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care. I only live once, right? Or what's he gonna do? Yeah, we're all gonna die anyway, so fuck it. That's what I'm gonna. You'd have some of that, but we don't get that, you know. And and that's kind of problematic for me. Like everyone is an asshole apart from him. You know, it, it it's just like, yeah, he can come out with a remark to someone. But if they came with the same kind of remark to him, he's just like, huh, what are you saying? What? Huh? Blah, blah, blah. And it's all like that. And it's like, Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, 
there, there would be some self-awareness going on here, you know, so that there's that, also, um, yeah, it's just like, oh, he, he's a smart, he's a smart, smart Alec, a smart, ugh, he's a smart Alec, right, so, someone asks a question, and he comes with a, a smart reply, and blah, 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 but it's all the time, and no one's like it all the time, yeah, I mean, you can be a smart Alec, but there are definitely times when you just be like, I, yeah, I know not to, you know, I know to do this, and I, you, so there'd be that, but yeah, that's not what we get, which is like, hmm, I mean, uh, you know, it's a bit tiring, and, you know, so we, we, we're told he's been in the army, and then he becomes a, a, a police detective, right, so you'd understand hierarchy, but we have here, like, he's often, you know, church will ask something, he's like, what, what are you doing? Why did you tell us to do that? Huh? Well, that's no information. Blah blah blah, and like getting up in his face all the time, and it's just like you wouldn't do that because you'd understand the you know what I mean the chain of um, command, and you'd know not to say it in front of the rest of the team. So there might be a time when you might. Have a word to say, but you would say it behind closed doors, because you've been in the army, so you know doing it in front of everyone could be disruptive. But that isn't a consideration here, and it never is. And so that's like, wait, what? That makes no sense. You mean that wouldn't happen? And um, yeah, it's just like. Things like that Because he's always Getting up in these people's faces There never seems to be the um, Well obviously they they wouldn't have this information Or Well yeah No we have to do it like that There, there doesn't seem to be that self-awareness And there would be that self-awareness so yeah, legacy. He just seems to be written a little bit lazy. Because you know I mean they want to show him to be a bit of a rebel, a bit you know, he he doesn't conform and he's ba ba ba, and it's just like ah, god damn it. Um, then you've also got the fact that oh yeah, he's really good looking, and um, you know obviously. He he knows a martial arts. Yeah, like in this, he's written that he he's he's good at jujitsu. Although in the fight scenes, sometimes you, the fight would be laid out like it's more judo. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like the way he's kind of fighting, it'd be like, all right, it would it'd be more judo or samba or krat magar even. Yeah, so it's a bit odd. There's some, there's a lot of these odd things within the book that make no sense. Like we have a character fall in love with, you know, supposedly hates Ledger for no real reason, but then falls for him. And it's just like, oh, why did you do that? 
you know, it was just a bit like, oh, just to force this, you know, situation. We have female characters that were written and they're meant to be strong and powerful, but, you know, they break down crying and they need to be comforted by a guy. And it's just like, just a bit lazy. Just a bit lazy. You know, you just think, mm, could be could have been so much better. And when you've read Maybury's writing on Doom War and Claws of the Panther, it is a lot better. It is a lot more nuanced, a lot more layered. So it's just a shame we don't kind of see that here. You know, a lot of the story is very predictable when it comes to the plot and how it all lays out and everything like that. And, you know, the supposed um, betrayal within betrayal within, within betrayal. And, you know, just the way all of this has kind of been structured is a bit like, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, I get it. I see it. Okay, that's how we're doing it. All right, fine. Fine. And you know, we got Ledger without any experience really leading a team, but then he's the one leading the team. And we have all these other people, far more experience, but they don't see like these threads until Ledger's like, oh, well, <laughs> it's, it looks here that we've got, uh, yeah, this issue Or, oh, I think terrorists are trying to do And she's like, oh, well, yes Hadn't thought of that I'll take that under advisement, Mr. Ledger Oh, very good And you're just like, oh, come on No I don't, you know, we can't have it as he's the best fighter, the best shooter, the most intelligent. The best, you know what I mean? It's just a bit like, come, like, no one is that. There's all, everyone always has these flaws, but we kind of set it up like, you know, they, he doesn't really have any flaws because, you know, obviously, he's just like, I've got three personalities the warrior, the police detective. And the human, and it's just like, oh no, don't, don't do like, sometimes I let the warrior take control, and it's just like, ah, this is so corny, da, why, <sighs> you know, so yeah, it is a kind of frustrating, like, but, as I said, look, there's a lot in the story itself that is intriguing, that is interesting. Like, the computer system and, you know, these kind of things. You're just like, okay, yeah, that's something. I I can get behind that. And, oh, so there's these teams in other countries, you know. We get the word on um this uh, English team and, you know, other ones around the world. So, you're just like, oh, okay. All right, interesting, interesting. But, yeah, it's just there's these sticking points that... um. Are very frustrating, <laughs> you know. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I I will probably do the second book, which is called Dragon Factory, like, just see how that one lays out, um, you know, just see, see what we have, see if it is worth just persevering, you know, just treating these as kind of nighttime books, you know I mean, something to fall asleep to, something to try and just turn the mind off with, you know, that kind of thing, but yeah, I don't know, we'll give it a go, I would say, look, if, if you're a fan, look, I'd say, if you're a fan of stuff like the Hunger Games, um, that kind of pulpy action type of book, then, yeah, you'll, you'll very much enjoy it, if you like, a, 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 a zombie um, type of book There's another series called um, Monsters International uh, Yeah, so if, if you like those books You'll like these books for sure You'll like these books for sure You know, stuff like The Strain And yeah, all all of that kind of stuff um, Something Yellow Jacket Yeah, all of those books but they they kind of fit into this. So, uh, yes, if that's your thing, then Patient Zero is your, t- it, it, yeah, it's in your wheelhouse. You'll love it. So, um, yeah, go check it out. As I said, look, it's Patient Zero. It's by Jonathan Maybury. It's the book one in the Joe Ledger series. The audio book is read by Ray Porter. Um, I believe it's available on Audible US. It's not on the UK. Uh, it's not on the UK site. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure you will find it um, someplace like I did. All right. But yeah, that's our book of the uh, our book of the week. Okay, people. So we draw to the end of another episode, but just a little TV news before we bounce. Um, Quibby, I think that's how you pronounce it. They've got a new series coming. Called Just One Drink um, And this has Lauren D- Laura Dern Who uh, you know She's going to be starring in it as a Bartender and so The series Is set as um, Loads of different um, Vignettes Which featured Dern Talking to customers Of the pub Um Pub, drinking establishment, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, she she's kind of interacting with them, uh, and they're going to be in various states of emotional despair. Now, what interests me about this is it's uh, been created by Nick Hornby, uh, and he's going to be the executive producer. So yeah. That could be very interesting This Hongby's work is very um, It's usually pretty good You know um, Epics Have uh, Just ordered A um, 
a Ken Follett series called A Column of Fire. So this is, um, a, you know, this is the last, I believe, of his trilogy of Elizabethan era books. Uh, and it follows on from the pillars of the world and the world without end. Uh, and they've also commissioned the Winter King. So this is the first of Bernard Cornwell's Arthurian novels, um, which was titled The Warlord Chronicles. Um, so yeah. That could be interesting. It's going to be made by Bad Wolf, who are behind um, series such as The Night of and the recent His Dark Materials. Uh, Netflix have uh, announced Thursday, February the 27th as the date of season two of Altered Carbon. So, um, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, like season one, I, I feel it it started off really well. It did kind of, I you know, what I mean, I thought it kind of fell away towards the end. But you know, what I mean, I, I'm gonna be interested to see what happens with this because I really liked Alton Carbon as a book, but then the other two books in the series I did not like. So um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see uh, because Anthony Mackie is going to be uh, taking up the character of Tavashi Kovacs, which Joel Kinnaman um, played in the first season. And we have a new showrunner, uh, which is Alison um, Shaprek. Shepucker. Um Yeah, so yeah, it could be interesting. All right, so we got that. Um, so uh, yo, like with the whole refocus of like Marvel TV, you know what I mean? Moving over to Marvel Studios, uh, there was a, a wonder if some of the animated series that were announced for Hulu. If they would carry on And um Modoc Has just um Yeah just announced It's voice cast So we got Melissa Fumerio Beck Bennett Sam Richardson Wendy McClendon Covey John Daly uh, Ben Schwartz and Amy Garcia So they're going to be joining Patton Oswalt In the um, In the series About um, Modoc <laughs> Who um, Yeah Who is, You know Modoc stands for Mental organism Designed only for killing So you know He used to run AIM um, But he's been A uh, kicked out he's been ousted and now he is dealing with a midlife crisis so i don't know it'll be you know interesting to see how this plays out and if it's any good like finally uh rosario dawson has just been announced as the lead of um hbo max's adaptation of dmz 
So DMZ was a comic book series by Brian Wood. Real good series. You know what I mean? It was real good series. And so, yeah, like it's gone through several different iterations uh, and Ava DeVerme, um, you know, she stepped in to direct it. So she's going to be directing this pilot. Uh, and it's very interesting with, um, you know, the, the I think the idea of this. So basically, um, this is what it's saying. So, um, you know, the series which unfolds in the isolated and sparsely popul- populated demiritalized zone of what was once Manhattan. A second American civil war in the near future has seen the remains of the federal government and the secessionist free state armies holding an uneasy detente. The series centers on a female medic on the island who is trying day in and day out to help keep residents alive while trying to also find her lost son. She soon proves a source of hope in an America that has lost all sense of the idea. So, um, yeah, this is interesting because it's definitely a different, um, you know, it's taking a different tilt to what the actual comic book kind of dealt with. So, um, in the comic book series, it focused on reporter Matty Roof. Who arrives in Manhattan five years after the outbreak of the war? Through um, the series' first 22 issues, DMZ followed Matty through various crises in his first year and a half around the DMZ and the surrounding areas, such as military bases of the Free Armies and of the United States. So, um, yeah, that's different. You know what I mean? They, they've completely changed the focus. So, it'll be interesting to whether this detracts fans away from it or if people come for this new take. But essentially, it's not quite DMZ, it's something else now. But, you know, I like. Rosario Dawson is awesome So yeah, I'd be interested to see What this becomes And what it is But people, that is us That is us for another episode Gonna see you next Week, alright So uh, yeah, have fun Keep doing what you do People Peace